Here's the situation, folks. We're back today with another iconic detour. The show where one of us selects a particular individual or character that has made an impact on our lives. And in our minds is the true embodiment of what it means to be iconic. We explain our reasoning to the group and a verdict is made as to whether this individual or character is parking lot certified iconic. Because this is the Parking Lot Podcast with your friends, Kate Latimer, Maggie Prince, Elise Bailey, and myself, Elliot Janetta. The detour is about to begin, so buckle up and enjoy the ride. Uh, how is everybody's week? Who would like to start? I would like to start. Huge week. Um, Colossal I, week. Yeah, one of the big weeks of my life. Whoa. Because I was coming home from work yesterday (laughs) and Alex, my neighbor, was in the driveway and uh, he was going into the house at the same time I was. And uh, he was like, hey, how's it going? And I was like, fine. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) It's fine. I can't get into it here, Alex. (laughs) And then uh, I'm like looking for my keys. He goes, don't worry about it. I've, I've got my keys right here. Let's me into the house. So then we're both in the front hallway and it's like, let's end this conversation. Let's like go our separate ways. He goes, how was your weekend? And I would just like to state that I've never spoken to Alex before other than like the day he moved in when his girlfriend was doing most of the talking and he's never spoken. Like it's only ever been text and he like initiated friendly banter. And I was like, what's happened? Has he been body snatched? So did like, you tell him? Yes, and I, my weekend was really nice. How was your weekend? His band was on a was on touring Ontario. He was like, I'm, I'm really tired, and and he just kept like listing the small towns in Ontario. Corkville, Corktown, Corkburg, and I, I like went on for Pickering. like a, li- a little too long. Yeah, he went to Oshawa for sure, um, Guelph, blah blah blah. And I was like, great. I'm so, I'm so glad. Did you say great? Yeah. I, great. I, like, I instantly went into supportive mode. I was like, it sounds like that's like really good for you. <laughs> so happy. And then we and then we parted ways. How did you leave it off? Like in an awkward way of me being like, that sounds really exciting. Like good for you. Did you offer to go to a show next time he plays here? No. That's how I would end yeah, it. That's I'd how be you like, have ended oh, it. well, next time you play a show here, let me know. Come check it out. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't ready to like, be fake really and smooth. Phony. Haha, that's great. Do you have any shirts in your van, like <laughs> or I, CDs? Can I have some swag? <laughs> I, thought, I was like, where are you going with that? Like can I have seven shirt. tickets? Can I borrow a shirt? <laughs> can I borrow a shirt? I'm on my way to work right now. <laughs> I don't have any shirts. <laughs> but I mean, I, we've never spoken before, and we made contact. And he seemed really nice. We also, we've like listened to the band in our living room. um, And he doesn't know that we know what his band is. And it's the, we, sorry. Yeah. So I tried to like kind of play it cool of like. Yeah. It's hard to navigate. It was almost, I was, I I didn't want to be too surprised that he had a band. Cause like clearly he has a huge van filled with like musical instruments. Like you can figure it out. But I didn't want to be like, oh yeah, your band called this. that was playing here, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Yeah. That we like were listening to a couple days ago. My, my roommate's boyfriend's a big fan. Yeah. Um, and then the second part of my week is that I watched um, Come On, Come On for the first time. Mm. I fucking loved it so <laughs> much. 
<laughs> Let's come on, come on. It's the it's the Mike Mills, his latest one. It's kind of old. It's on Crave, I think. <laughs> with Joaquin Phoenix with Joaquin and a child. Phoenix and a kid named Woody, who's just it like really, really got me and I I loved it so much. I highly recommend. It huh. seems boring, so I guess that's how you like it. I was looking at <laughs> um, <laughs> seems like uh not for me. Because I was thinking about uh like other in review series. And I was like, Oh, maybe a 24 in Rue. But then you realize how many fucking movies a 24 has made. It's made a ton. <laughs> and a lot of them are like, come on, come on. I was just like, I don't know if I want to have time to sit through that. Have you seen come on, come on? No, but I watched the trailer with my mom a little while ago because we were looking for something to watch and she gave it a very hard definitive. No, she said, I am only alive for so long. I'm not wasting two hours of my life on that. I think you guys should give it a try. Like, do you like Mike Mills in general? Do you like the others? 20th century women, beginners. Oh, oh, that's I like 20th century women, but I wouldn't like scream my ass off to go watch it again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, feel I that. think it's just a beautiful movie. And it's also the kid is so um, interesting. And like the relationship between Joaquin Phoenix and this kid is like really... Um, exceptional. And if you've like ever babysat, it's just, it's really not for me. Honest. It's, I think you'd love it. I've never babysat like professionally. You've never like been with a child who's not your own. I've been with a child. Who's, okay. I've watched a child who's not my own. <laughs> we should but... not say been with. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but Obviously, I've been involved with children, <laughs> but I've never like, like been like it hired to watch the child so it might not like resonate with you but yeah. uh it's still just a beautiful movie i i told myself i was going to write down why i thought it was good and then i didn't and i regret that why is it black and white i don't know just mike mills just wanted to do a black and white movie well, sometimes like, they decide those things well like 824 is like we have to make it a little bit more weird yeah like yeah i okay. it looks fair. really it looks really beautiful though fair. i fair, think fair. mike mills has like earned his place it's not like his first movie. He wanted to do one in his career. Yeah, he wanted, he wanted to, to do a black, black and, white. and white film, and like he'd, he'd wanted to test himself. It. And it looks, <laughs> it's like it. he earned it. <laughs> the cinematography is uh, really incredible, and Gabby Hoffman's in it, and she's oh, I love her, the best of all time. Now and then, it's yeah. a good movie. Anyway, maybe it's not for you guys, but I think it could be. Um, Who's going next? I never babysat either, and it was always really sad for me. But <laughs> I just like it's does not feel like a loss. I at used all. to no. babysit. Well, my sister stole the babysitting jobs from me. It's true. We I just robbed. my whole like adolescence was spent I was always with embarrassed. other children. I was like embarrassed that I didn't. And babysit. it's such an intense thing because you're like so close with them for such a short period of time. Like you're putting them to bed, and like yeah. I don't for know, like a few years there. Yeah, and so it's like a very intense, but also like they just want their parents, and so you're this real substitute in their life. I had incredible relationships with my babysitters. Like I remember them very distinctly. I hope all the kids I babysit oh, still think about absolutely me. Absolutely, well, I think about them to this day. I was a nice babysitter. Speaking of babysitters, uh, me and Sarah realized that she babysat my parents' realtors' children for like years, which Ooh. was a I small was world. Realized that, anyways. Really small world. Babysitting. I don't think I've ever put a child to bed. You put me to bed every night. You're right. <laughs> You're absolutely right. It's pretty it's pretty magical because you fall asleep with them. Well, you lie with them as they're falling asleep and it's like 
so are you supposed to do that i imagine you just are like go to bed sleep well yeah i think that's i'll see you tomorrow (laughs) and then like tuck them in and leave and then you're just you're lying there and you fall asleep and you're woken up every time by the parents when they come home (laughs) get out of my house yeah (laughs) that happens it's normally like put them to bed and go downstairs watch netflix and then uh, invite your crush over a lot of kids can't fall asleep Mm -hmm. without you put on all their clothes A lot oh, of kids fuck. can't fall asleep Spit without on you. All their plates. <laughs> well, it's bite a- into their apples. Mm. <laughs> Just one bite. Just one bite. Her apple. Yeah. Or the kids can't sleep and they come down and get you, and then you have to put them back to sleep. Tough love. Cannot relate. No, I'm kidding. That's pretty cute. Maggie, how was your week? Uh, my week was good. Um, my week was good. The other day, uh, Danielle and I were walking on Gladstone between College and Dundas, which is like a residential street, but like also it's like Gladstone between College and Dundas. It's like pretty like downtown Toronto. And we were like walking and all of a sudden this like the largest coyote I've ever seen was walking up (laughs) towards us. And we were like, I was like, pause like this is like whoa don't move that's totally a coyote and then the guy ahead of us was like turned around and yelled he was like is that a dog or is that a coyote and i was like that's a coyote for sure man and then <laughs> is that quote for sure dude quote what you said for sure dude um i was like no that's for sure a coyote i think that's what i said no um, no bro and then bro. i was like stand very still and then it started running towards us for a second and i was like oh my god and then it diverted and just ran right past us and then it started going down towards college and I was like and we saw it get to the end of college and I don't know what else happened because mm. I couldn't see any further Why but didn't I didn't so follow it he went to the was, Diplomatico for dinner he went to Diplomatico <laughs> classic coyote but I'm like how sad Table like, what is he gonna, he's gonna be really hurt how like, did just, he even get there I have no clue and there I, where are a lot is he of going? downtown coyotes not, not there's that not a downtown. park like what yeah. park is like there that they could live in there's like the ravine at Cedarvale and then there's like High Park the those coyote, are like the places coyote yeah, I real estate like is just way just, cheaper down there I guess yeah. so but I, I think he just walked from I would have tried to like bring him somewhere how, coyotes that, are really they're, vicious they're really bad they like, like they're not they're great but they're like dangerous they I like think, kill small dogs and babies yeah i think you could be persuaded that's why you're like I, I don't i i don't know but i was worried about this coyote and i don't know what happened to it but i didn't hear anything on the news of like coyote on college attacked somebody so i'm sure maybe it like found its way to would you have felt um personally responsible if that coyote had attacked no, someone what am i gonna do I don't know. Call 311. Get involved. Oh, God, you guys are always wanting me to get involved. <laughs> do, why don't you call someone? <laughs> I protect, you keep seeing all these events. I protect I'm myself. You're, the, you're a watcher. I'm a watcher. You're right. I don't no, there's nothing to do. There's nothing to do. Anyways, that was pretty uh, crazy uh, wild. Um, Elliot, how was your week? Uh, it's been good. Um, Elise and I went for a uh, run prep last night for mm. prep for the 5k and then we found out what elise's uh catchphrase is which is oh yeah <laughs> it's not that <laughs> oh no sorry it sounded different it was like oh yeah it was like it was a little bit different it was like we were, i don't remember what that? we were talking about but we were walking down this like just back down to the apartment i was like blah blah blah, blah this and elise was like oh yeah <laughs> or like whatever and i was just like oh, i really that's- did it <laughs> no i believe it I just- 
were, just like, while oh, you were yeah. running? Like, no, we were walking and I just was enthusiastic about what he was saying. I was like, oh, yeah. No, like, it was oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, great. One of these is like a, a, like a bro-y dude and the other is like a Minnesota accent. Oh, yeah. So oh, it's yeah. So but then I was, like, I was like, that would be such a great uh uh, catchphrase for you, but we realized quickly that it is already taken from the Kool Aid Man. Oh yeah! Oh right, yeah. is that how you said it? Oh no! Yeah. Oh yeah! It's like it's more like that. It's more like yeah, like oh yeah. It was like it was Whoa. more like righteous. What was he saying with you, Elise? Uh, can you please? <laughs> I don't even do remember yeah, talking. I'd love to hear your side of the story. Yeah. Uh, my side of stories are probably with like oh yeah, <laughs> just being like just I, once. I wish this white man would stop talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> you talk while running? No, no, we no, no. Walking. this is after. We were oh. walking back from our run. Oh, God. We walk up God. to the track at yeah. Endorphins Spadina were high. Nice. Yeah. Um, other than that, talk about two things that I watched this week. Uh, we watched Turning Red, mm-hmm. which was very fun, very cute. Not Definitely not the best Pixar movie I've ever seen, but also very fun. Did mm-hmm. you like it? I did like it. I wrote about it for the newsletter. Mm-hmm. If you guys want to check that very out on our good website. Review. Really good. I read it. Thank you. Um, that was very fun. And the other thing that I watched, um, I've been really enjoying these uh, weekly dives into Wes Anderson and like watching his movies and just having like Monday night being like, we're going to watch something fun and silly on Monday night. And last night we watched um, Moonrise Kingdom, mm. which is coming off of Fantastic Mr. Fox, which is currently my number one and moonrise kingdom spoiler well this is going to come out after all this uh, dead last <laughs> i believe and, it really and we were talking about it because we kept pausing at least and i will watch it and lisa's like lying down i don't know whether she's awake or alive or whatever <laughs> it is basically for me and then she'll pause it and be like you know what the problem is with this movie oh, no. i don't like watching kids kiss or like there's a lot of like that is uncomfortable in that movie, right? There's, and yeah. there's a lot of it, and it's a lot of like kids touching kids' boobs, and <laughs> yeah. like, hey, I think you're hard, and like kind of stuff like that. And I was like doing the newsletter at the same time. And I was just like, oh, I'd, I'm kind of well. glad that I'm not really paying <laughs> full attention to this. And I know this movie has like this kind of like I don't know people are so like like pumped up about it or whatever, but I I really did not uh, I don't enjoy it. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's like a lot of people, I was saying to Elliot, I think a really specific group of people relate to it that is not necessarily everybody. And I think it really like scratches an itch for people who like camped and didn't fit in and had a big family and had a big crush. That that Venn diagram of people love this movie. Yeah, and it's like, it's kind of similar to why I didn't love uh, Rushmore where it's like this character who's a little bit of a know-it-all and it's like this whole, they're playing the whole thing. Like he doesn't really fit in. I was like, well, he doesn't fit in because he's a dick. He kind of <laughs> sucks. Like this guy's like kind of weirdo. They both kind of suck. Yeah. And like, um, it's funny to see how many like kid actors who are now like grown up actors uh, in that movie. And, um, but Bill Murray is still great. And Bruce Willis is really strange that he's in a Wes Anderson yeah. movie. Yeah. I didn't realize until I started drawing that. I was like, oh, that's Bruce Willis. Yeah. I had no yeah. clue. 
Very I strange. About that, I think yeah. the other hmm. strange thing about it is that like it's one of those characters that like if this was written for an adult, it would be like Owen Wilson or Jason Jason Schwartzman or something. But it's like these kids that are playing an off kind of quirky character that has a lot of nuance that I don't think the kid actors understood mm. the nuance. Like there's a lot of weird line delivery where I'm like, well, of course, if Wes Anderson was directing you and telling you to say that line like that, but you as a child don't have the perspective as to why right. that is an abnormal delivery of this. You're just yeah. saying a normal thing weirdly uh, it was also a really like, annoying kid yeah he's so annoying yeah he's yeah kind of weird looking i'm sorry to that child i'm sorry to this man yeah so dead last um other than that week's been great Elise, how's your week uh my week's been good uh we had our homies over on friday we had the squad over y'all came over saw our apartment i was like which homies <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you guys us. ate some pizza. You guys came over and had some pizza um, on Saturday. It was Elliot's father's birthday, and we cooked for the first time really in our apartment, which was a you lot of fun. You had them over? Yeah, they came really? over for dinner. Oh, that's so you nice. cooked for his parents, but not for us. I see how it is. You're two. They were two people. Mm. We also <laughs> had like last like this. We made those plans like the day before. I was like, if they cook, that's I would be really impressed. <laughs> we ain't cooking. We All knew right. we were cooking the next day, yeah. but we made something that I think will be a staple going forward. We made red pesto pasta, Ooh. and the pesto is made with anchovies, walnuts, tomato paste, garlic and butter and you make it into like a paste and then once you're ready to cook it it kind of and olive oil and a lot of olive oil that sounds so yummy and it was and parmesan cheese and it was so good and we made uh mozzarella sticks from scratch and we made a spring panzanella salad which is really yummy elliot made cucumber gin and tonic spritzes yep i made a carrot cake from scratch that turned out with my own Cream cheese frosting. Oh my god! Were you guys just prepping all day on Saturday? Pretty yeah, much, pretty yeah. much. That's yeah. impressive. Elliot dragged me out of bed at nine o'clock and was like, "We have to go. We have to make food." I did not want to. Mm-hmm. It went really well. Yeah, everything was timed out pretty well. I was that was the most thing I was worried about was the timing of everything. Mm, yes, so I had the mozzarella sticks in the oven so that when they when they arrived, it went just like had just enough time for the oven to go off. People take off their coats. They sit down plate of mozzarella right in front Wowza. of you and then while that's going on Lisa's like here have a mozzarella stick and I'm fucking mixing that gin drink and it's just like getting it all ready like yeah it's it very it's dramatic it's I can't wait for you guys to come over again making that gin drink oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah here's a gin oh, yeah. so, did everyone have a good time I think so. It's funny, like, the, your dad sat down for dinner and went, every clock in this house is a different time. <laughs> it like, was, yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't notice. And then you'd, like, made a comment before they came over. You're like, my parents are not going to like that you've left a candle unattended in the bathroom. And I was like, it's literally, there's, like, one inch of wax left. Like, it'll be fine. Your dad went to the bathroom, and he came back, and before they left, you, you're, he was like, go to the bathroom, Eva. And she was like, what? And he's like, go to the bathroom. Before you leave, we're not stopping. Go to the bathroom. And I was like, oh, that was a weird thing. And then once I went to the bathroom, I saw that they'd taken the candle off the back of the toilet. It was blown out and like moved away from the candle. I mean, the uh, box of tissue that was next to it. And I was like, that's so funny. It's like, it's not going to catch on fire. <laughs> no, it definitely won't now that that's it's so moved. funny. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, yes. <laughs> With one last thing about Moonrise Kingdom, I feel like this might offend some people who listened and have done this, but I feel like it's like 
one of the most popular Wes Anderson Halloween costumes and like the lamest. I feel like yes. it's like yes, yes. There's yes. some like appropriate Wes Anderson Halloween costumes, and there's not a lot because you can what easily be like the hip jerk at a party. <laughs> yeah. But Moonrise Kingdom, any character, no. You're being too. It's off you're being too. Yeah. Uh, and you're dressing up as a child on top of being <laughs> yeah. in the West Anderson. I don't movie. think you can dress up as a child. I just think it's like too. Yeah, but it's too I'm much. not like other. Remember when Sarah Gordon as a baby? <laughs> um. Do I ever? I tried to talk her out of that for oh. months. <laughs> ah, too funny. That was, that a, was one of the craziest nights. <laughs> It wasn't a crazy night. It wasn't. Craziest well, night we of my to, life. We went to a nursing party, a nurse party, and there was nurses coming up to Sarah and talking to her. They're like, "Oh my god, you remind me of work. This is so crazy." And the, and the nurses got drunk and just started to, like tr- uh, doing fake IVs on each other. Yeah. They're just like sticking needles in each other's yeah. arms in the corner. Dark as fuck. Yeah, it was really wild. Oh, uh, so yeah, my week was good. <laughs> <laughs> That's really it. Um. Uh. Yeah. And you ran. Yeah. yeah. And I ran. And uh, <laughs> I heard Maggie ran thirty minutes. No problem. No, I didn't. <laughs> I woke up. I so I'm doing Couch to Five K. Mm-hmm. I've downloaded the Couch to Five K app. And yesterday was <laughs> day one, week one. And they're like, run one minute, walk one and a half minutes. And yeah. that was my workout. And I woke up today, and I was like, I am dead. I the night before I woke up couldn't breathe because I'd suffocated myself in my sleep this day I woke up and I was sore as fuck I feel you very 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 much so it's gonna be a painful month yeah I'm sorry my next run is tomorrow I didn't run today either I didn't run today either because I was told that when you're starting up again you should like not run every day that's what my my app said i'm running three times a week for the next four weeks that's a that's a good number i should do that too i'm running monday wednesdays and fridays or saturdays my new outdoor 5k finish time as of yesterday 24 minutes and 30 seconds holy shit elliot walked past me when sorry he ran past me i was walking like (gasps) he walked past me he went <laughs> and then I and then he ran past me again, and I was trying to like flag down. I was like, "Hey, hey, my workout's done." And he went one more lap and just kept running. And I was like, "Okay." I had one more. And then the other times he passed I lapped me, you three times. It was like he never. It's like he didn't even know me. Oh my <laughs> he was god! Just a guy. Who is she? But we were wearing the same outfit. Almost. Really? It's very close. No, we were both wearing. Were. A, were there other people there? Yeah, there are lots of other people there. We were both wearing gray pants. Um, our running shoes and then I had like a black Uniqlo hoodie with a white t-shirt and you were also wearing a white t-shirt with the same black Uniqlo hoodie but in men's that's (laughs) pretty cute are you gonna wear that for the 5k no okay main topic iconic detour I know what I have to do but I don't know if I have the strength to do it the year is 2015. Amen. We as a society, as a fandom, and as enjoyers of content are introduced to Disney's new generation of Star Wars. And with this new generation, we are introduced to a new generation of characters (laughs) to carry us through this highly anticipated sequel trilogy. Lots of strong and interesting characters were born, but there was one. One. 
who stood above the rest and ascended to the stars, the galaxies even, as the defining icon of the Disney Star Wars sequels. <laughs> In the initial trailer, we see a hooded figure striding down a landing ramp into a snowy forest. As he stops, the music dies down and we get punched in the face <laughs> with the sound as he ignites his cross-guarded lightsaber. Who is this man? Is it a man? My friends, he's tall. <laughs> he's handsome. He's bad. He's also a little bit good. And he's got one hell of an attitude. Who is he? He is Kylo Ren. I have a bombshell announcement to make, guys. I'm not Matt. I'm Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. You're Kylo Ren. You're Kylo Ren, we know. I knew when you threw me through the soda machine. I knew from high I'm I forgot halfway through what you were even talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, AKA Ben Solo, AKA Mr. Adam uh, Driver. Um, what are your guys' initial impressions after watching all that stuff I sent you today? What do you think of Kylo Ren? He's a punk bitch. Yeah, I think he's an emo, he's like a villain of our generation. He's like emo uh, hot boy. Mm. I, I was expecting that like interrogation scene to be like a little sexy and it it was not for me. I thought it was kind of sexy. I was like, I was waiting for chemistry. When he takes his helmet off. It's yeah. a lot of break going. Uh, uh, he has one with um, Oscar Isaac as well. Is they that, do a little, but he's wearing the mask they touch for that tips one. In that one. Really? Yeah. What? <laughs> do they pee on each other? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me where it is. Give me the map. <laughs> Star Wars R-rated version. More. More. <laughs> I uh, think Adam Driver is pretty cute. That's yeah. your impression. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, why would you put this man in a mask for so much of the movie? Because that's a whole part of his character. He's trying to pretend to be somebody he's not. Was he revealing himself to um, uh, Ray? That's for the first time yeah. he he takes his uh, first time we see him his helmet off. Uh, is that because he loves Ray or because he was like trying to intimidate Ray? He's trying to intimidate her and he's trying to establish that like, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, just a, a, I'm just a dude. dude. Um, but do you know anything about the character? Like who his parents are and like any of yeah, that stuff? I yeah. saw in the, uh, in the stuff that I sent you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I love yeah. him. So first I'd like to say, uh, I'm going to say thanks to Katya Steck at allagesofgeek.com because <laughs> while I was putting together this list, I found her article that she wrote and she had a lot of the same points of why he's a great character and she just was more eloquently written them out. So I'm using a bit of her stuff here and there. So, hey, thank, what, thank you. What, what was your first impression of Kylo Ren the first time you saw him? Um, the first time I saw him when he... In the beginning of the movie of The Force Awakens, he like comes out of this ship and it's Oscar Isaac's character. He's like sneaking. He's kind of hiding behind this like little spaceship. And he's like aiming his gun at him. He's like, oh, I'm going to get him. Oh, I'm going to get him. And then he shoots a bullet at him. And then he just turns and he stops the bullet with the force. And it's <gasps> the first time we'd ever seen like anything like that before. And I was just like, this guy, this guy fucking fucks. He has it. He's, yeah. Did you fall in love? Immediately. And then it's just like, 
I love all his little temper tantrums he has. Everybody comes, he's just like slashing up like the computers and he's like getting all mad. I watched that sequence. Yeah. He's just like, he's just like this uh, weird little angsty, uh, my my grandfather was so good, but I hate my dad, like kind of stuff like that. And it's like, it's, it's we just all relate weird. To that. Yeah. I idolize my grandpa. <laughs> I hate my dad. Well, that's my Classic first point stamp. of why he is Hell. iconic because he respects and admires the elderly no matter what their opinions mm. were. So let's face it. Great. Some of us don't get along with our parents as often as we should, right? Sue me. Right? Yeah, you're right. Definitely. Why are you making so much eye contact with young me? and confused minds will look to their grandparents for guidance and some to confide in. And with a pop-pop like Dorothy V, how can you go wrong? Right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Look no further. He idolizes his grandfather and his beliefs, although sometimes a little dark, murdering children and all that. Did you write that out? Pop pop being yeah, Dorothy I did. V. I did. It's pop pop like good old Dorothy V. When did you write this? Uh, yesterday. <laughs> and you know he's acting out of desperation to find his place in the galaxy here. So he. Uh, I want to talk about like how like. We haven't really got a character like this in Star Wars before. All the villains have just been like Darth Vader, who's just like, just like a force. Like he just comes in and is just like, oh, that's the bad guy. But they wear similar things, right? That's his, that's his grandfather, yeah, right? And he's just pretending. He's like his, your grandfather. You wear his sweater. I do. I, I'm similar to uh, Kylo Ren in that way. So he's trying to be this posing, intimidating figure. Yet he's just this small, confused boy who doesn't know what to do. And he's, do you relate to him? He's not course. very small. This large, <laughs> confused boy. Well, I I relate to the thing of you know pretending sometimes pretending to be something you're not or pretending you can do something that you can't do, and you know biting off more than you can chew. And then you just you make it. Sometimes you make a bad choice and you have to stick with it. They're like, have you like it's like a pride type of thing. Chooses like to go being to the bad, exactly. But that's that's his whole thing. He just had to stick with it. He chooses to go bad, and then he's like, "Well, I can't just fucking go back." Is is this going to be a spoiler for the episode? If you explain to me what how he became evil right now, um, he went to camp. Yeah, he went. To, he goes to summer camp. He goes to Wes Anderson's camp, actually, in Moonrise Kingdom. And he runs away. So he goes to train with Luke Skywalker, at who is his, his camp. who is his uncle, at his summer, summer camp. camp. It yeah. is a camp. It is oh, kind I of like it. a Jedi it's camp. It's a school, kind of. And Luke is training him, and he's like, you know, he's, he's very attached to him because it's his, it's his nephew, it's his sister's son, and his best friend's son. So. He's training him and then there's a moment when he's in the middle of his training and he's like looking into his mind to see like what his potential is and what his future will be. And it's like filled with this like darkness and you can see that it's mirroring that of Luke's father who just like you have this deep intense rage inside of him and he just instead of you know, like consoling him and being like, you know what, there's different ways about it. He like ignites his lightsaber to like kind of almost kill Ben Solo to do it. But then turns it off and decides it's not the right thing. But I saw that in the clip too. And then he wakes up and he's like, oh, he was going to murder me or whatever. And then yeah. he's just, and then it's revealed Spirals. that way. So and then he just goes crazy. Luke not tried to murder him. Kylo Ren might not be evil. Yes. 
Who knows? What an origin story. Yeah. I love that orange story. Oh, origin that orange story. <laughs> I love that orange story. <laughs> I think it's great. I love it. Yeah. But what makes someone evil? Do you really like but I don't think he's evil, but he's like he's pretending to be evil so far that he keeps pushing himself to go in this direction that he realizes he doesn't want to do. Like he's trying he's being torn apart by Leslie says it, I'm being torn apart. He says it all the time. And like <laughs> he's he's being pulled in both directions and he's like, Okay, if I kill my father, then I proves that I am this evil guy and I right. can do this thing. And if I kill my mother, the same thing. So he tries to do both. So he has a lot of humanity, but he's like a uh, like a bully who he's feels like better by making other people who's feel bad. trying really hard to like prove to the emo boys that he's yeah. also emo, and he's like capable of doing the emo things, but he doesn't really want to do them. I think he's like too emotional for his own good, and he doesn't know where to put those emotions, and he's overwhelmed. He's emo. Yeah. He's emotional. So are you saying he's iconic as like a, a person or as like a villain? I think he's Good iconic question. as a character just because it's uh it's it's just like this we've never seen this a bad guy at least in that series of Star Wars be like pulled in both directions be a little complex. bit. What about be complex? Anakin? But Anakin was done in like it's different. This is just done better. Anakin this is becomes done way Darth better. Vader. And unfortunately to those early three movies is like, we're not really invested in Anakin because of what they gave Christian, oh, sorry, Hayden Christensen to work with. Nothing. But, um, is anyone familiar with, um, Oliver Twist? Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bill Sykes is a really bad guy, but he's actually got a lot of humanity cause he loves his girlfriend, Nancy. And then one of the most iconic scenes is him beating Nancy to death. So he's not actually a great guy, but, um, <laughs> But similar, <laughs> similar vibes of like wants to be Dif different circumstances. Like, yeah. Had they just been in different circumstances, they could have been uh, a, w a wonderful person. But it's also like he falls under the. the. So maybe Star the, Wars is just Charles Dickens is what I'm yeah, saying. It's exactly the same thing. Thank you. Uh, he falls under like that curse of like having famous parents and wanting to live up to the two very famous names, which is a solo and a Skywalker. Right. And he, it's almost like in fantastic Mr. Fox where Ash versus the other kid, what's the other kid's name? Chris, Christopherson. Christopherson, his cousin. Yeah. So like his cousin would be like Ray in these mm -hmm. ones, like someone who's just naturally gifted and they have this power and they're like, really have no excuse for it. They're just like kind of going with it. And this guy is like trying so hard to impress his parents or father or whatever it is. And it's just like tearing him apart why he is not good or as good. And like just tries to do all this stuff where he's just like trying to prove himself and like try and be something that he's not. And like, try to be feared. Exactly. And that kind of goes into like what we talk about as iconic is having a costume and being a, can you dress up as them as Halloween? And you can definitely 150%. Yes. The man definitely has a style. He's got a vibe. Halloween costume, forget about it. Walk into the room, you're making a statement dressed yeah. as Kylo you Ren. You could just wear your pants really high up and people would still know you're Kylo yeah, Ren. You and could. You could be shirtless with your pants way up. And he's just His like, and he's. pants are so high. <laughs> and you think so about like, the, it's like a mix of like vintage and trendy where he's like, oh, I'm copying my homage vintage grandpa look, but then I'm also like getting this like different kind of more intense lightsaber and mask. It's kind of like riding the trends versus like just like sticking to the staples of fashion in Star Wars world or whatever it is. 
it is. Hence, he's thinking it out. Yeah. And he's like appearing that he's not thinking about it. And like he gets called out on it. There's a few times when he's like in a meeting with uh, Snoke and the guy's like, he's like in the mask. He's like, I want to go find a girl. And the guy's like, take off that ridiculous mask. You sound like an idiot. That was a really good mask impression. It's just like very, yeah. uh, he needs to be authentic. He's like a little bit of a hipster himself. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to like make my lightsaber and I'm going to like, he's it's like, going to be like nobody else's. It's going to be like a little like scary and rustic and it could hurt me at any time and he's like super theatrical he's like a angsty (laughs) emo hipster bad guy (laughs) he is he's like an emo hipster angsty theater kid where he's like yes when when they go to like assault the base they have all the ships and he's just like fire more like he's like he wants to be like this big uh this big show and this big thing do you think that's kind of who adam driver is No. no oh and it's Are, was that leading you to a next point which is no but like what makes it even better is that how i don't know how different he is from adam driver too and when you hear adam driver talk about that character but adam driver kind of seems like an angsty hipster uh, i think he's less emotional i think he seems so emotional to me He's always like going to do theater for the troops because he was a, a soldier once. But he's like, but not I'm here to do theater for the physically. Troops. Yeah, like I he doesn't he doesn't show it. Theater. Like Adam uh, Kylo Ren shows all of it. And he's like, right. like all the time. He's just yeah. like a big like open wound and like a sore. And he's just like always like oh, I have to. I'm being torn apart. And like and I, I, I think that's why it comes off a little weird sometimes. Is because I think for Adam Driver it's not that natural. Like I think show he's his really trying to be an emotionally dynamic person and like sometimes like it reminds me of like when you saw a guy be really obsessed with your friend in middle school and just like didn't know what to do with their feelings like every time now i think of kylo ren i think of that uh machine gun kelly song with willow smith i fell in love with an emo girl (laughs) an emo girl like i don't know it's just sometimes i'm like i cringe at the dialogue between him and ray it's like when two does ray love him but that's like that's not a i don't think that's a it's like a star wars thing that's like that is like always how it's kind of been Mm, it's just been like this kind of like really uh, cringe like come with me Take my hand, and he's I like, "I know what's within you." Like it's that scene destiny. when he, she, they're having this kind of like brain meld connection, they're and like she turns around, and he's just has no shirt on for no reason, <laughs> and then like he's just standing there, and he's just like all torso, and it's just like, but that's also that, like that's never been in <laughs> Me any. Me when I was fourteen, yeah, <laughs> all torso. He's so like large. He's so like he's, he's a, yeah, his he's a shoulders, yeah. Like he's he's thick in the width. Yeah. I was I was watching these videos um at work this afternoon, and my coworker Rob came up behind me as I was like sitting on my phone just with shirtless um Adam Driver on my phone, and he like literally was reaching around me. He's like, "Can I borrow this pen?" Like checked the phone, <laughs> saw it like middle of the work day and didn't ask any questions and I didn't provide any explanation. Oh. I was like, yeah, you can borrow my pet. <laughs> Kept watching. I'm not using it. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, that's just a anyway. story about how I was watching I'm so Adam Driver shirtless at work. But it, it's, it's almost, I think that part of that goes into it because he's not, Adam Driver himself is not very conventionally handsome. 
but he's still very like very much a presence. And like if you think be like, okay, this guy's gonna have this like shirtless scene, like when Hayden Christensen had it in the he's like ripped his f- shit. He's just like super chiseled. And then when you see the scene of Ab Driver, he's just like this just this just this big <laughs> He looks like a Roblox big, character. Big sweaty man. <laughs> he's just like standing there like this, and she's like, What are you doing? And he's just like <laughs> I think about you all the time or like whatever he says, whatever. It's just like, it's such a weird character. And I think if there's any sort of redeeming qualities that those three new movies have, and I think it's him, I think they kind of muddle his character towards the end a little bit. Yeah. He's quite because, simp later. you know, spoiler alert, he does die. He does? Yes. Ray kills him, right? No. He gets what killed was- by the emperor. What was the scene where Ray put a lightsaber through him? She also stabs him. She kills him, but then she like... But then they make up a power where Ray can also heal everybody. So she stabs him. But then when he, she stabs him, so you his, sent me a his scene mother where then she dies. she stabs him. And yeah. I'm supposed to figure out he didn't die. He didn't die at that he moment. He disappeared though. He, he died, he died this a little later in the movie. Like that fight happens like midway through the movie. They've been fighting and fighting and fighting. And then she gets he gets stabbed because... He goes... Get the blood out. That's in the first movie. It's a different movie. Oh, but, different movie. <laughs> keep up. Come on. But <laughs> the problem is, is that they they kill him because he is a character who has done so many wrong things you can't come back from. He's tr- killed his father. He's killed like numerous hundreds and hundreds of these these people. He's tried to kill his mother. He tried to kill Luke Skywalker. Like he's done all these things that you can't come back from. And he does have like a little bit of a redemption arc at the end, but I think it's little bit too late at that point but he does end up sacrificing himself to save uh ray do you think anyone else that matters could have played this character like is there anybody else you envision playing kylo ren no because no at the same time ask that i think it comes it's it's because if they just hired like just like this joe blow random like good looking dudes to play this character. I don't think it would like come off the same. It's just how odd he is. And like to see like, this is coming off of like the last few, I don't know, season, like three or four of girls. Mm -hmm. And he goes auditions for star Wars. And it's like, that guy's like, Oh yeah. Fucking shit. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. uh, Come in your ass. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it's like, we're getting this guy to be a star Wars character. Uh, You eat. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. What if you guys both have good Adam Driver impressions? <laughs> Can I um uh what what do you uh do you think Domino Gleason could have played Kylo Ren and Adam Driver could have no. played his character? No, it would have been a very. But they have a different. good like little. It gets a little too slapsticky at the very end, <laughs> but they have a good little back and forth where uh, Domino Gleason is just like the other kind of uh, grumpy imperial kind of like more like, like lieutenant kind of guy, and they have like this little back and forth, and like whenever he gets mad at him, he just like force pushes him against the wall and stuff like that. It's really funny, like this weird little odd couple relationship. Well, I mean, I also think something that is uh, a vote for his iconicism is that there's a lot of fan fiction about him. Oh, yeah. Mm. And a lot of fan art. But he, it, uh, yeah. It's just that it's, it seems so weird that they made the choice to make him like a kid playing dress up and like a very emo, angsty kid playing dress up and just with such a very serious, intense actor playing that character as well. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like that's the most memorable part of those three movies, I think, is just how like when he's just like, what do you mean they were taken or like whatever? And like the still <laughs> like should the, do that professionally. Yeah, really more, good. Like it's always like whenever he's like fucking something up and there's like the group of stormtroopers who are like, 
and then they just turn around and like walk the other way or whatever it is. It's just it's so when Darth Vader walked in, you just he just fucking killed everybody or whatever. It's just like it's no style. Mm. Yeah, well, he had style. It's just he had Kylo so Ren has much no style. style. What are you and talking class? about? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just trying to agree He's like with the most what was iconic. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Crazy. I just thought we were going the direction of Darth Vader. Had this Do you down. think that Darth Vader and Kylo are on similar levels of I- icon ship, or are they on the same trajectory? I think they they speak to two different generations. Mm. Like, yes, Queen. Because it's like I think Darth Vader is Star Wars, and I think Kylo Ren is like millennial Star Wars, where it's yeah. just like it's we're gonna acknowledge that people can eat be a little bit uh good and bad and like weird and not know what they're doing. Like everybody in those original movies are just like they're not just being like quirky and campy like the main people all the bad guys are like we're bad and we're bad all the time and we walk and we go bad 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 we're bad well, like, right older like older millennials they have like you know like bum 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 as their ringtone they're like oh it's my wife yeah. oh, I fucking hate my wife How's oh it going, my god bitch? my wife's calling me yeah. my like, wife's Darth Vader <laughs> but I don't think like we have like the Kylo Ren theme besides like Sith, fell in love like with bitch, an emo I right? girl yeah. so he's bringing a lot of depth to the role that yeah, we need as that, that millennials. We need, as millennials, as opposed we need to complications, yeah. like as opposed to everybody else that they introduce, where it's just like Oscar Isaac's character is just like good pilot, good man. He is a moral, humble man. Good pilot. Maybe he's gay. It doesn't matter. We're not gonna get into it. John uh, Boyega. John Boyega. Black. Black. <laughs> Yells. Maybe main character. No, it's no, okay. We're, we're not, not going to do that. that. Yeah, it's like, also, maybe gay. We're not going to get no, into it. They like that. decided he was the main character and then they just like changed their mind. Yeah, they were like, oh, no, no, That's no, so no. Bad. We're not ready for that. He was great. Yeah, he was and great. And then they do Ray, which is just, oh, it's she's female Jesus. <laughs> Woman singing. Okay, I love Ray. I'm you sorry, love guys. Ray? I love her. Force Awakens. What is her character? Um, she gets so much cooler throughout the movies. The first one, yes, I could like see like the, but throughout the movie, she just. I think she, she's the best in the first one. I would disagree. Okay. Because I feel like as water. time goes on, they just make her like, oh, you can do anything. Like you, you can, can just just think try. about it and you can lift stuff or like There's whatever. There's no rules. There are no rules. And it's like by the third one, she's like jumping whole buildings and <laughs> yeah. shit. And she's just like flying. And like a snake is like, has, oh, my, the snake and I have a scratch. And she's like, oh, I'm going to heal you. And then like heals the snake. And then she stabs Kylo Ren. And he's like, oh my God, I can't believe you stabbed me. And then she's like, don't worry. I'm just going to fucking heal you too. <laughs> so you don't want women to become too powerful. That's what I I'm want hearing. women to become powerful, but I want them to like, that's all I heard. You know, you know like have a little feminine bit of energy is what we're saying. A little bit of depth. <laughs> Why do yeah, you but like, like Ray? What like, does Luke Skywalker have depth? Like, then, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> but it's. <laughs> so you're saying no um, one in the movie has depth? I would agree with that. I just think like she's a a hero, a powerful hero in an action movie. Mm. Like none of them are that. Like you know, I think they have Anne their powers. So you're just saying you think she's pretty. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that like that's just like archetype of like a of an action hero. So why do you like Ray? Because she's like the female she's, badass she's, version of that, mm. and I like her, and she's pretty. She just has a good vibe. <laughs> she has a good vibe. No phones, just yeah. vibes. I also think that 
besides um, Adam Driver and uh, Oscar Isaac, a lot of those people who were those main Star Wars people are going to have a hard time getting more roles and expanding their careers because of the last movie and because their characters were handled the way that they were. Um, what do you mean? Just because, like, it seems that the other people, like, even by the last one, Oscar Isaac was just tired of Star Wars because he's like, my characters just shoot stuff in a plane or whatever. BB-8! Yeah, exactly. Right? Or, um, what's her name? Uh, what's the girl, the... She got in so much shit over her Rose being... Yeah, something? Rose. And then oh. they just wrote her out of the last one. But she did... She was the voice of somebody in the Raya and the Last Dragon. I think she was the main whatever voice mm-hmm. in that one. Like John Boyega. Like you mean that you're... Like they're going to be typecast in a way that like, oh, you're Ray from Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Like similar to, to like... Character. See, right. Like the... People in Game people of Thrones. People who didn't have a career going into this are, are going to be forever yeah. thought of. But are you saying that because of the writing of the last... Like you're saying... I like think it's both. They're characters and that they weren't given enough? I think it's that and I think it's going to be really hard for Daisy Ridley to play characters where she's not just looked at as, oh, there's Rey from Star Wars. Yeah. Where it's like Adam Driver was doing so many weird and different things in different times before he'd already get there. Yeah, and like he comes out with oh, Annette. Yeah, oh yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah. My baby, I have to go to the store. <laughs> I Still love my wife. That. Like I'm, I'm almost nine hundred percent sure that he actually hates Star Wars in real life, and just obviously in an interview, be like, "Yeah, it's fucking Star Wars. It's the thing." But like he's just like, "Let's." I just he's imagine him having that meeting. He's like, "I want to make Star Wars as weird as fucking possible." He's like trolling everybody. Yeah. He's got Robert Pattinson energy. And I should also say that I believe that a good chunk of what made Robert Pattinson's Batman is because of how emo and out there Kylo Ren was. Really? I, I That's interesting for sure. <laughs> I believe that 100%. Yeah. Because he's like, it's that like way more nerdy, but like that Kurt Cobain-y kind of like, uh, like, like, you know, just like. Yeah. And I feel Have like. Have you seen Batman yet? No. Do you want to go next week? Sure. Okay. I'm done. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> But yeah. I'm just- busy. Thanks for asking. <laughs> you already saw it. <laughs> so did you. I want to see it again. Just with Maggie? Well, Maggie hasn't seen it. <laughs> we can get Robin. Sorry, I remember it now. Maggie's your best best yeah, friend. Best yeah. best I'm glad you were listening. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. You just reminded me that I wanted to ask her that. No, no, I'm pretty much that's that's pretty much it. Like a few iconic moments here. He kills his dad. He tries to kill Rip. his mom. He has a handful of temper tantrums. He kills Supreme Leader Snoke, and they have like that sweet fight scene. Mm-hmm. Um, he stops the laser bullet. That was pretty cool. He sacrifices himself at the end for Ray. It's pretty cool. Oh, right now I remember the end, and he's in that. He like falls off a cliff, and and then he's okay. Yeah. You seemed unsure about that iconic. So he does. I just love don't like Ray? the way that they handled the story of the last one. I think it's messy and kind of rushed. But it's Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, it's just. What's your favorite yeah. movie of the three? The first one, The Force Awakens. Yeah, I haven't seen the third one. We should and I watch only that saw too. the. I also saw the only the second one one time in theaters, and I don't remember anything about it. So you want to come over and watch the third one? I would like to watch. Yeah, I would, but I I'm also busy. Like, I want to watch like all three of them. We can do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, not in one Am day. Am I invited or just just your course. best best friend? <laughs> yes, you're okay. right. That. We're gonna do it before we go to Dixie Outlet Mall. To buy sports bras, right, Elliot? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Elliot's gonna try them all on and then try ours on and then make sure ours fit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, also I think he's iconic due to his just, 
his meme ability. Mm. There's a lot of good Kylo Ren memes. There are. Uh, the shirtless one, the one where he's just screaming more. I'm yeah. sure that there's other ones. Adam Driver is quite memeable. There's also like the him banging on the wall from Marriage Story. Yeah. Mm. It's a good meme. Well, he gets really angry in really specific ways. Actually, yeah, I take back what I said because he gets really emotional in Marriage Story and he does a really good job of that. Maybe all of his emotional work in Star Wars is what prepared him for Marriage Story. Mm. I bet that's true. There's a lot of yelling in Star Wars. There's a lot of yelling in Star Wars. He does a lot of singing and yelling in Marriage Story. What about in that Toronto movie, The F Word? I never saw it. Oh, He's yeah. He does say, that too. good soup. And that's good a big soup. meme. Oh, that's, that's from girls. that. That's from girls. That's from, oh, you're right. That's from girls. Sorry. That's when he goes to get soup with Lena Dunham and she's pregnant. Spoiler. Yeah. Spoiler. Um, and without Kylo Ren, we would never have got the SNL sketch, uh, Matt, the radar technician, which is really iconic. A 10 out of 10 sketch. And we all know now that Kylo Ren is a punk ass bitch, <laughs> although he does have an eight pack. <laughs> yes. I forgot about the Leslie Jones bit where she's like, can I eat my muffin now, Matt? It's time for my muffin, Matt. <laughs> she does say Matt so funny. It's really funny. Um, yeah. How do you guys feel about Kylo Ren? Do you think he's iconic or not? Do you think he kind of, I believe that like, if you think of millennial star Wars, it's, it's, he, he is the poster child more than I would say Ray would be. Yeah. I think BB-8 is the poster child. I love child. BB-8. Yeah. It's, I would say, well, BB-8 as well is also Ray, iconic. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Kylo Ren and That would BB-8. be like the good and the bad. Yeah. I would think like it would be those two people. Yeah. Things, droids. What do you think, Kate? I feel like um, you saying that there's like Darth Vader of Star Wars and then Kylo Ren of Millennial Star Wars. I don't I don't think that's iconic. What? I'm sorry. Yeah. I think I think I knew she was going to say I, that. I knew she was, too. You're crazy. I think Darth Vader's iconic, but um, I just don't think you haven't seen the movies yet. Well, sorry. that's I'm how sorry, I'm sorry, going sorry. into this episode. Uh, I've seen the first one. We should watch all three and we'll do uh, episodes about them. We should also watch About Time. We should also definitely watch About Time. Then let's watch Come On, Come On. Okay. That's such a fun conversation. Do you remember when they just like walked to the store? (laughs) Remember when they ate at the bodega? We can't only watch movies you like. Well, how would we like do a... I don't know if we can do like a review of like a serious movie on this podcast. I loved it when everybody died. Yeah. I loved the cinematography. I can't. I'll write it up. I'll do like a film a film essay. Oh yeah. Okay. I love that. That's very different. <laughs> I I don't have anything like the articulate. To like, I love the perils of fatherhood. It was good I didn't get it. I don't it. know why you guys are so against it. I've I've literally never heard of it. I'm not against it at all. I just when I look for the A twenty four movie. I'm looking for the one that has a little bit of the hint of the weirdness and the yeah. The, it's so weird. I want to see after Yang, like after Yang or like X. I want to watch or yeah, uh, me too. Like even Hereditary, where it's just like, oh, it's just like this kind of weird family drama, but it's like this kind of weird, intense. Like I just come on, come on. Just sounds like it's gonna bum me out for two hours. <laughs> it's not. I think it's going to, because I'd be like, I'm never gonna get this time back. <laughs> fight, fight, fight. <laughs> That's how I feel about Star Wars. 
Well, you haven't watched him yet. Uh, Elise, do you think he's iconic? I do. I think I'm a bit biased because I love Adam Driver. Um, I think if it wasn't played by Adam Driver, I don't know if I would resonate or care as much. But it is Adam Driver. And mm-hmm. I think he's good thing done a is. good job of making it iconic. Mm-hmm. I think our generation will hopefully talk about Kylo Ren in the way that current generations talk about Darth Raider. Darth Radiator. I hope that somebody sets the Kylo Ren theme to their wife calling. They say, my fucking bitch of a wife. She's so emotional. She's so much good, but so much bad. <laughs> She's really just a complete human. Well, I feel like it's like a gender reverse in like, Kylo's the one on the other end and it's the wife being like oh my god my husband's so emo he's so emotional he's so mad at me all the so time annoying. so clingy <laughs> exactly Put on he a just shirt. wants to die for me <laughs> put on his shirt he's always saying he's so torn I don't know what to yeah. do can he just can't be help simple you. you're absolutely right so what you killed your dad Yeah. <laughs> get over it get over it <laughs> Well, that's great. It sounds like he is certified parking lot iconic. Yes. Minus one. Minus one. Majority vote. Mm-hmm. Folks, let us know what you think of Kylo Ren and Ben Solo. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Parking Lot Insta. And once again, thank you for stopping. Bye. Okay, I'm ready. Ready? Yeah. Why do you look so sad? You ask me that every day. I just have a sad face, Lisa. I'm sorry to admit it. Do you see him in the chair? You took the picture. <laughs> he has sad resting face. I'm just worried that our child's going to be born. He's going to be like, hey. Not when I'm at the other end pulling him out of you. <laughs> I sure hope not. Is your baby going to be stuck? No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me in. Let me in. <laughs> I was like, you like, really don't there, need to be on this side. Is there anyone here who can pull the baby out? I washed my hands. I'm good to go. I'm I wore doing it, but I don't want to touch her. Sir, why did you wax your arms? <laughs> <laughs> I shaved for this. <laughs> Leave this in. <laughs> Leave this in. This is the intro. He waxed his arms. <laughs> You know how some babies have like forcep marks on their head? <laughs> yeah. They're just gonna have like finger talons oh marks God. on their skull. This is where my dad grabbed me. Yeah. He, he got right me in. out. That's six I'm, months. I'm alive because of him. <laughs> six months. He just couldn't wait to beat me. <laughs> he couldn't wait any longer. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sick. <laughs> Just shaving his arms every day. I can't do this anymore. Let's it could go. Be, it could be any day now. <laughs> He's the only one in line at the wax bar. The only man. <laughs> Just my arms. Elbow, oh, Elliot again. Just elbows your arms. down. <laughs> do the fingers this time. <laughs> do the fingers this time? Yeah. So like, <laughs> I don't have that much finger hair. Well, you don't need to get it as often. Any any hair is too much though. You don't want it to interfere with the baby. Yeah. Sure. Don't want to confuse him. Yeah. <laughs> Whose hair is this? I was just born. I don't know why I'm laughing so much. <laughs> <laughs> Whose hair is this? <laughs>
<laughs> <laughs> I'm so stupid. <laughs>